Hey, this is Max, and welcome back to the Battle Buddies. We're actually doing a take two. Last time, Edgar fucked up. <laughs> hey, technical difficulties. Yeah, it was technical difficulties. The mic, I don't know what the fuck happened to the mic, but we couldn't hear Edgar post recording. So, <laughs> we're back again. Uh, last time we talked about um, a whole bunch of stuff, but I think this time we're going to par it down for, for shorter episodes. And the reason that Med actually has his laptop, two reasons. First reason is he actually is creating a spreadsheet for his jujitsu training. There you go. Nice. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, what do you guys think of like recording your roles? I I don't I've I don't do it, but I've never I don't have anything against it. So I think it's good, or I think it'd be a positive. I do I don't do it for myself, but I think it'd be a positive because then again you're you're so into your roles and you you drill so many things. But like, are you, how do you know you're doing them? Aside from like getting the pass, right? Let's say you're drilling passes. Aside from getting the pass, how do you know that your technique is as accurate as when you're drilling, right? Yeah. The yeah. only way you would know is if you saw A in a tournament, which in a tournament to me is not always that accurate because your adrenaline's through the roof. Some folks, your adrenaline's through the roof. And anxiety. And anxiety. And yeah, everything's you're not, happening. You're not doing the same thing you would be and doing in training. How much is it your technique versus their mistake? In yeah. a tur- in a in a tournament, yeah. Versus like in a flow roll or rolling in the academy, right at the end of class, yeah. I think there's a stronger probability that you can get accurate technique and then hone it in. Yeah. The hard part though is getting a somebody to record it. B, it being like just professionally recorded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like centered towards well you, right? Yeah, yeah. Because if you just record the whole room, you know, you you can't quite see like where your grips are in the right place. You still got the pass, but like. Was your arm, you know, under yeah, the arm? Were you doing the right you, thing? Yeah. At the end of the day, if you get the pass or sweep or whatever, that's what really matters. But in order for it to be repetitious, like these dudes that just throw up triangles, you know, they've thrown up a thousand triangles. So a thousand one, it's going to be just as fast, just as accurate. You know? mm-hmm. I think like, I know there's a lot of people who do. Like, I, there's a lot of people who record it. I just, actually, funny. I just sent you a funny. I just sent you a, ro- a, a, a video of a role that I saw like just now. Uh, with the, yeah, right before you got here with uh, Hafa Mendes. Oh well, any role with him. I mean. Yeah, to me, it's like it's fun to watch, right? And the, you know, he's a different level, right? Oh, and yeah. he, but I think a lot of people will post, will will record themselves, and then post to brand themselves on like social media. Oh yeah, yeah, and which is, I'm not saying like. He is branding himself when he's doing that, but he's he doesn't. He's also wrecked half of or most of. Yeah, he's doing this to like high level people, right? So it's not like he's trolling his students when he's doing this. You know what I mean? He's just it to me. It's just like it's a way to brand his school and like attract people to come and and those things as opposed to just like I want I want to do this for likes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, no, but I, I I haven't done it, but I think it'd be a really good idea to like watch film on yourself. You yeah. know for sure. Like it's got to be. Smart. That's part of this. The, what I'm trying to do is like understand what's working for me and what's not working for me when I'm doing this. So I'm just cl- like I'm. About, Are you writing down techniques or time? Like, so so the idea is I take a little notepad with me to to train, and then I write the date at the top, and each roll I log. You know, so I'll write down and rolled with like a black belt, mm-hmm. and 
you know, I try to take what I, what I can from that role. So like when you're doing the role, I don't want to think about like, Oh, I just need to, you know, when I'm rolling with Max, I'm going to try to get him in daily Heva. Yeah. I'm not doing that with him. I'm trying to just like see what happens in the role. And then after the role, be like, okay, you know, Max, Max passed my guard to the left. Mm-hmm. Toriando or just straight up, you know, knee cut to the left on my left. Right. Um, which I always do. Yeah. Which <laughs> is what he ducks to go that side. And I, and I, out of my guard got passed or my Max, you know, when I, when I control Max's sleeve, you know, you know, Max pa- tried to try to pass. He didn't. And then the notes I write down, like, you know, when I control his far, his far sleeve, he couldn't pass. Yeah. Right. Or like right now I've been rolling against a lot of blue belts. But are the notes for you or the notes to be able to beat the person who you not beat, but like, you know, I want to, I want to know what I'm going. doing in my roles. Okay. Like, so at the end of it, I want to be able to like, just say like, okay, am I really a butterfly player? Or am I really focused on doing more De La Hiva right now? Or so he mentioned you're putting it into an Excel file. So mm-hmm. how are you going to make it filterable if all these? I'm these... trying to keep the data the data clean. Right, because right, so the commentary to... seems. I mean, it looks like open field. Right? There's there is going to be a notes section, yeah. but I'll run I'll run pivots on like, so I'll run pivots on the belt color that I'm rolling with, right? So I have it logged in as like brown, blue, black, white, whatever. Um, and then the guards that I'm playing with with each in each role, yeah. And then whatever, if it was a, there was a sweep attempt, if there yeah. was a pass attempt, was it successful? What was it? You know what I mean. So, and I try to keep the sweat like so. All my pass attempts are all the same. It's either knee cut right, knee cut left, Toriando right, Toriando left. Yeah. You know, um, and if there wasn't anything, I'd just say none. Right. So then, and then if it was like on the guard, Delhiva. You know, but I try to keep the same. If I was this type of sweep, I try to keep the same name to the sweep, mm-hmm. so I don't. I keep the data clean, and it, it, yeah. there's integrity to to it. But the idea of it is, is like at the end of the month, I'll run a pivot, you know, and do it month to month to be like, okay, this is what I was doing for this whole month. And is the goal to try to change? I don't know. I think the goal in? is the goal is to say like, if let's see what happens. Retrospective. Yeah, more like insight. yeah, introspective of like at the end of this month, if like if what is working for me for the most part is this guard, yeah. then, then that's what I'm going to focus with. If what's working for me is this type of pass and then I'm going to work or I need to improve on this other pass. Like if I attempted, I attempted knee cutting on Jay didn't fucking work. <laughs> right. What do I need to do differently? So maybe it's not, you Just know, I, I don't backwards. have Jay's name in here, but yeah. I have black belt. Right. I know, like, it was right here. I said, put that black belt lasso guard, something like that. I Remember how hard it used to be to pass that? I mean, not that it's not now, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. It's like, I mean. I think one thing you should also add, um, I don't know if it's different for you guys, but, like, when I roll, it really depends on who I'm rolling with, how hard I'm actually going to go. I think you should kind of add that in, like, the even. Intent, the intensity level? In, yeah, the intent of your, in, the intent of the roll. Like, sometimes I'll roll to help them get better, and sometimes I'll roll just because. You know, they just how do you quantify put in that? Their, put in their place. Like I, I understand well, what you're saying, but how would I quantify that? So I guess you could put it as like um, competition, or like I would do it by words. Intensity, like, yeah. yeah. You could put intensity would be like low, could, high, mid, or yeah. you, you, like words wise. Well, one through like five. Competitive, like casual. Yeah. You know things like that, or just like like you feel like Saturday morning. If you're gonna take data from Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. your first. 30 minutes aren't competitive roles. Those yeah, are like, just like I need warm to get up warmed roles. up, stretched out. Yeah. Right. 
and then like, like after yeah after like 20 minutes like your third or fourth roll when guys start showing up and there's more people there then that's when you start yeah like, so then like when i'm rolling then i could look at like when i'm rolling high 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 intensity this is what i'm normally trying to do yeah and then you could also see like your success rate you know like because again back to that competition thing some people that can compete they don't have as much anxiety as someone that doesn't compete like myself i never mm-hmm. compete and when i did i would always have anxiety so like even if i was at a higher intensity i did worse than i was yeah. if i was just casual about it right you know and i could hit more intricate techniques like i'll be doing bare bolos i'll be doing all kinds of inversions whereas if i'm actually like if, for you I'm, I'm very rarely going to do an inversion unless it's like absolutely there whereas when i'm rolling with you know like blue belts even purple belts i just could be like on top and be like eh, i'm a bare bolo yeah you know yeah. So we'll see what just, happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, it's yeah. Are you trying to throw submissions too? Or no? Yeah, so I'll put, I have a submission attempts, and then I'll say so what the what the submission attempt was. Mm-hmm. So if it's like triangle from, and I'll I'll say I hit the triangle from whatever guard. Yeah. So I triangle from modified X, or transition to transition to the back short choke. So I had you know back short taking the back short choke, triangle from foot on hip guard. You know, I'm in then. Cross stroke from the back. Cross stroke from the back. So I need to actually keep that. I didn't see that. Um, but then the next category, the next column is submission complete, and it's either yes or no, or NA. If I didn't, I didn't do a steady attempt. Of submission. Did you even try one? I didn't try one. I think it's a good, uh, I think it's good, good concept. Of course, it's going to be like preferential to every person. Like I'm going to hold out until I see the white paper. <laughs> I'll send you the pivot. <laughs> I'll send you guys the pivot. He's gonna give us a monthly update. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna, he's but the gonna... problem is, as I, I, I'm having, I'm, I'm gonna actually have you look at the spreadsheet before mm-hmm. you leave. Tell me how I should organize this mm-hmm. because I don't know how. To, I can't understand how I should organize. Like the way I'm picturing it right now is like the opposite of like the NCAA bracket. You know what I mean? Like, so the NCAA bracket has however many teams here, yeah, yeah. and then it gets smaller, right? But like, I feel like yours would be like, all right rolling with a blue belt and then did i get a sweep did i literally the, literally like i have and then it gets literally i have the date as a column okay the belt color is another column mm-hmm. okay the guard is a column the sweep attempt is a column the pass is a column the pass attempt is a column submission attempt is a column submission completion is a column i don't have intensity Right, mm-hmm. like you're talking about, and I don't have, um, gee or no gee. I don't have like <laughs> the bad shit that happened to me. Mm. Yeah, you don't. You don't have like the the, the, the negatives. negatives. Yeah. yeah, like a guy with a knife in his. So you trying to fix yeah. it? <laughs> I, go down I think the, I think the screw is loose, so you might need to just adjust it from the actual arm instead of the from here. Okay. Yeah, adjust from the arm. All that noise, all that grinding noise, is after. Yeah. Technical issues again. Um, but no, I think it's, I think it's definitely beneficial. I feel like a lot of high level competitors do some, some form of that. Obviously most of it's being recorded. Yeah. You know, like Craig Jones, I know constantly records himself. Yeah. He's always recording, recording his B roll. So yeah, I think it's, there's pros and cons of course. I mean, that's again, it's like you can do like football, right? That's why they want. That's why coaches break down tape. Yeah, that was yeah. The, I think a like, from the opposite team, and then B from their own team, their own team to fix their own mistakes, and then the opposite team to see where their weaknesses are to exploit I, them. I work in like you do as well too, and obviously you do. But like you guys work in data, right? Yeah. You guys are looking at fucking spreadsheets all day, and like you uh-huh. know you you're able to 
you're either able to make decisions yourself, tell a story to be able to make influence others to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And so this is a spreadsheet for myself. I want to gather clean data to be able to say, this is the story that I need to tell myself. It's not a story. It's just, this is the mm-hmm. fucking truth, right? Yeah. Like, this is what the fuck is happening when you're old. You know what I'm saying? Like either it's good or it's not, it's not good or bad. It's just like, this is, this is, this is what's happening. You yeah. Know? But the thing with me is like having a goal in mind. Is it to improve? I think right now it's just introspective and I'll see where it goes from now. But yeah, obviously the goal is to improve. Like I'm not, I'm not here to fucking get worse. Right. Yeah. He's just (laughs) just looking, he's looking at it with curiosity. Yeah. 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 Can he walk longer than that? He's, he, he couldn't, he couldn't walk a mile. He could barely make a mile last week. Yeah. And he's making a mile easy now. So like he's getting, you can tell. That's more, um, that's more just conditioning instead of actual, like him getting tired though. Yeah, it's also the conditioning is one, and the other thing is like it's obviously cooled down. Yeah, yeah. he does not do well in hot weather. Hot yeah, weather. and also like the the paw pads on the concrete. Yeah, right. right. I try to walk him like I try to walk against the gla- grass so he can he can go no, against the grass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is the kumite, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been trying to lose ten pounds for like the past. It's five been hard. Years, three years. It's hard, bro. <laughs> it's super hard. Yeah. Every time, like, like, just life happens. You know, you're just, you're working late or whatever. I will say, I've, I've definitely gotten bigger in in the quote unquote right way, because I had two suits that I bought when I first moved here. Your mm-hmm. chest is big. Yeah, they're fully tailored, and now like I can't. One of them I can't put the pants on or the jacket. The other one I can barely put the jacket. How old are you? Twenty nine. You're going into like, you're getting into like your fully developed dense man phase right now i mean i don't think i've always been there but like my no chest, i mean i'm just saying i've it, never heard it described <laughs> no <laughs> isn't your like your muscle definition not muscle definition but your mental muscle density is like the, the yeah most, i was about to say my density about has gotten, 30 gotten bigger my arms have gotten bigger since moving here which it's probably know, the trend <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's all that gear <laughs> which you know that's was my goal it's just like a steady increase so oh, we should talk about gear yeah, we're gonna transition straight into. <laughs> we re- we straight into straight <laughs> Do it now. straight into UFC. Actually, oh, no, let's let's break it off first. Okay. Last time we talked about ADCC because it was fresh, like it happened like the weekend before. Yeah, it did. When we're recording. A lot more trash talking has happened. It's been like two, three weeks now. Mm-hmm. Has a lot of trash talk happened? Seems like uh, they've been pretty cordial, like at but, least the, the the Gordon and Andre Galvao stuff. Oh, that's been cordial, but the um, Gordon Felipe Pena because there's now like. Another potential match. Up. Yeah. Because mm. there's another potential match and uh, Gordon wants to be untimed. Felipe Pena was like 20 or 30 minutes. Which I agree with. I agree with. Timed but matches timed? are so dumb. Yeah. yeah Wait, or uh, non-timed matches. Non-timed, non-timed matches. Yeah, yeah they're stupid. There's, there's a waste of time. Like, if you if you can't do anything in the first 20 to 30 minutes, there's no point in saying, oh, I'm cooking him. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you cooking him for? You know what the interesting part is? Gordon's conversation after he beat Felipe Pena in that like untimed thing. Uh, or a match, he was like, um, I didn't even get started. Like you, yeah, again, you didn't even get started. You can talk as much trash after you win, right? Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I wasn't even getting started. I didn't even try my hardest. I was just turning it up. Like you could say yeah, all his, that. History is written by the victors. Mm-hmm. So Which, na- now he was, Felipe Pena was offered another fight and he was like, I want it to be timed. And they're like, the only way that it's going to happen is going to be untimed. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing why is, would you, also, why would you, yeah, I would, I, 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 I agree with him. I 100% agree with him. Because you already did an on-time match, and you lost it. 
Like, yeah. try it timed. See yeah. what happens. No, no, wait. What? He lost it, right? Felipe Pena lost. Yeah. yeah. Pena yeah. lost. Pena lost untimed. Correct. And he's wanting timed. And he's saying he's Pena okay. should keep asking for a timed match. I think he should ask for a timed match. He's all, he's, but he's also won. He's won against him in two other ways, right? They're both timed. No, the other two, both, the other two ways, one of, one of them wasn't yeah. timed. The one he, the one, the one he submitted him with, wasn't timed. Google it. I don't know. <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> no, the the two matches they competed in was, I think one was gi, right? No, no, they're, they're both, both no gi. gi. But yeah. one was ADCC mm-hmm. in. Uh, it was, uh, at, it was the one at ADCC. He beat him in ADCC. Took his the back. absolute. Yeah, took his back. Well, they were both wearing naked chokes, no? Probably. And he didn't finish him in ADCC. He finished him in the. He finished him in the no time limit. He finished him. Mm-hmm. We wa- I watched that with you. What? Yeah, it was back in the old. When time. Felipe Pena beat, yeah, yeah. We, it was an untimed submission only, and it went for a fucking hour. But he beat him. Yeah. It was like at some some random school, but I remember yeah. that. That time un- untimed shit is so dumb. But this past ADCC, they're in the same division. They were con- There's a little bit of rumors that Pena Pena didn't try as hard when he got to the semis against Nicky Rod because he didn't he just wanted to avoid like Gordon he didn't lose to Nicky Rod though did yeah. he lose to the Rotella brother no that was that was an absolute I'll get to that oh okay. but in the in their in their weight class the 99 plus he uh lost he to lost Nicky Rod. Rod and then he lost to um yeah Ty Rotella yeah it's good yeah I mean it was also like when I was watching it, watching, like he reading the live thread, he almost took his back like twice, though, right? Yeah. So Pena almost but took his back. Twice. The well, thing is, Pena like, was on his back when it ended. Yeah, but the thing was, like, Pena got got a penalty because he like it looked like he slipped to me, but then they they thought it was like, oh, he's pulling guard. So that's that's why he got a penalty. What do you think about that? Wait, he got a penalty for pulling guard? You're yeah, because at certain times you can't pull guard. Yeah, you have to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Hence the part of the wrestling part of it. Yeah, so that's. I think that was the only point that they that was scored was a negative point for. Oh, Pena. so yeah. that's how Ty won. That's how Ty won. But it also like the rest of the match, he just didn't look like he was trying. Like Pena, he yeah. just kind of like uh, whatever. I'll just defend. Hmm. You know? So I don't know, man. I mean, they call him sloth for a reason. So yeah, but it's it's really hard to like think that. You know, a top tier guy in a tournament that's gonna pay you big money. Like they don't hand out yeah the five hundred dollar checks that Arab you know oil I mean? money. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're gonna hand out big money. Why you wouldn't? Uh, the prestige is there. That's a given. But the money. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's there to fight for free. The dudes that lose are pissed not only because they lost, but because they're not getting paid either. Right. And they trained really hard to do it. Like uh, Gordon's brother, Nikki. Yeah. Nikki Ryan. Yeah. Trained hard. What? Lost first round, right? Or yeah, yeah. Lost round? first round. Very first round. Yeah. Tenuta. And they're like, oh, he's going to do way better this ADCC. He's he's like bigger. He's trained more. He's not like post-injury, blah, blah. Boom. That Out. team just needs a coach, man. We talked about this last time. Oh, yeah. So Who's their coach now? Or is there? No one. No one. Oh, they're just like nomads. Yeah, they're just training together. I think. You need his spec, brother. Which I feel like works when you're coming up, not at that high level. Eh, I mean. Like who do you, who can you tell me right now that like is top tier trains on his own and is consistently up there? Over there, no, in, I don't think anyone. In general, Craig, 
Craig Jones. Craig probably does the, the best out of all those guys. Or Nicky Rod did do well too. But, he, he, but nobody. But he's won. just a wrestler. Yeah. You know, and ADCC is like kind of built around wrestling. wrestling so if yeah. he just gets his takedowns, he's good. Whereas Craig's actually actively trying you know, to submit, trying people. to win. What was the tournament where he's like, "All right, I'm not uh, doing leg locks. All I'm going to do is try to submit from guard or something like that." Was that him or Gordon? No, that was Craig. Oh, really? And then he lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. He, I don't know. Uh, he's also like, like, how old is that guy? Craig, I don't know. Craig Jones, probably early thirties. Mm, early thirties, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. I don't think. I don't think any of them are are very old. Besides, like the the like the old old guard. Well, I I think I think when you get to early thirties, it's start you're starting to you're starting to pass. Yeah. It's starting to get like that's why Gordon right now is twenty seven. That's like fucking. He's going into his prime. Well, he is in his prime, in my opinion. I don't think like he was. I listened to him talk about it in podcast. He was like, oh, "I'm gonna go till I'm forty because I'm not gonna hit my prom till like 33. I'm like, dude, I don't know. Think he's gonna be on the TB12 system or what's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, Jitsu's he 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 doesn't. He did make a point where his game isn't like, constantly evolving. No, his game isn't isn't based on explosiveness. It's based on like technique, like isometric kind yeah. of like grabbing like making sure like slowing the game down he's very good at slowing the game down yeah it, so like pl- guys who are more explosive like a andre galvao you know who did it he's done it until he's 40 right yeah. he just hit he literally just turned 40 right after the tournament right after that tournament but like uh like got uh, the t of an 18 year old but. yeah i don't know like how long half a quick kid competing we don't know how long he could have gone but his game is based on like dynamic movement. You know, he's really dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, or like um, the Rotulo brothers are perfect. They need to evolve, right? Because they're not going to be able to move and scramble the way that they're fucking scrambling right now when they hit 30. They're just not going to be able to do that. Yeah. But like, think about it. Those boys grew up doing jujitsu and wrestling versus Andre Gaval did not grow up doing jujitsu and wrestling. I the the point still remains. Yeah, the, yeah, the point still remains. remains where is like you as soon as they're past their prime, like their physical prime, they have their like like think of it like Jordan, right? And playing basketball, mm-hmm. Jordan was dunking on everybody in the eighties and in the early nineties, right? Mm-hmm. But he had to really develop his game to continue to play later on in his career and still win NBA championships and be the best. And so he he wasn't like doing these explosive drive down the middle, whatever. He developed that step back, pump back, fade away, turn around, jump it, right? And that was like his 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 calling, you know, his thing that yeah. he just kind of made his his same thing with like... That's one reason why he never took a charge. Did you know that? <laughs> he never took a charge? Never took a charge. Never took a charge because anybody who took a charge, again, your body's just... You're, out, you're like you're getting hit. And your body's like hitting the ground, elbows, back, everything. The, your body gets more damage right. for no reason. Like you get a foul and you that's it. Play it like Hakeem, like the dream shake. He was dunking on people like left and right when he was in the eight in the eighties, but later on in the nineties he had to develop because he couldn't do that anymore. Yeah. So you have to like you have so I think like with guys like Gordon, his point, which I agree with, is that he can do it a long time because of the his his particular type of game is built on just like slowing the fucking shit down. But eventually your does I mean your fast twitch muscle is not gonna be as fast to I don't know, defend a takedown or something like that, right? Yeah, I, I mean, mean 
I mean, but if he can, if he does, if it's like he got taken down by Nicky Rod and just submitted him. Right? Yeah, in a purely jiu jitsu right. context, it doesn't matter if you get taken down. Yeah, he's taking, he's getting taken down and he's fucking people up. The, the, I'm, my point is, is even, even if it that, if his game is built on slowing it down, he's, he's in his prime now. Yeah. He's at 27 to 32, 33 is in his prime. And then it's going to go downhill from there. I agree. I don't think he'll grapple until he's 40. He thinks he's going to go to a four. Maybe he will. But isn't it law of diminishing and returns? Like he's every time you train and how hard you train, everything, like the risk of injury is significantly higher. Sure. And the amount of gear he's on. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the amount of gear you're on. Um, Didn't he have staff like 20 times, which is why his gut flora was ruined? He started, he, he talked about that. I was yeah. like, I heard him in another interview afterwards. He was like, he's saying his gut is like not Almost even 100%. Oh, not? But it's getting close, which I don't know. Whatever. He looked like his fucking gut had a 15-pack. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. I'm like, what, what do you mean it's not good? I mean, also on top of that, like, I think he would, depending on how the landscape of jiu-jitsu evolves over the course of the next few years, he probably could compete until he's 40. Because if you look at this just past ADCC, literally no one gave him a challenge. Like, the one guy in the division, aside from Penna, that gave him a ch- that was supposed to give him a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Victor Hugo, but he's also like massive. I'm talking about Nicky Rod. Nicky Rod was one of those guys that oh, hey, he, could, he could he could beat Ryan if he just got a security takedown and played it safe. He got a takedown, got submitted in 11 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so like, who like? So just for the purely from this one tournament, you can see how much further he is than everyone else, specifically in his division. Right. But then we got to wait to see, like, you know, Ty Rutulo how much weight he's going to gain. Mika yeah. Galval, how much weight he's going to gain as they get older. And they are, what, 18? Mika's so 18. Rotulos are 19, 20 or something like that. Yeah. They're they twins, be, aren't they? Yeah. So nine, one wouldn't be older than the other. I'm not saying that. I'm I just think, saying they're 19 oh, or 20 okay. or something. <laughs> they're 19 because Cade, Cade was the youngest ever and 19 was the mm. record to beat. So he, he just beat it yeah, barely. Yeah, and then Mika's 18. Yeah, Mika's 18. He would have been even younger. It's crazy. His so, confidence broke now. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think so. I mean, he's gonna. My my guess, he's gonna focus on Gee and he's gonna fuck everybody up again. He's so good. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it's so good in the Gee. He's just like he's so like everything. He's submitting everybody in the Gee. Were you surprised? Surprised Diego didn't do as good. Um, he's not as good a wrestler mm. as those other guys, in my opinion. Compared to those, yeah, he's his game is built on a lot of inverting on his back. You know, a lot of like being in guard a lot so you know guy he was pull guard people couldn't pass his guard but you it's know. 20 minutes right first 10 is submission and in the first minutes. rounds it's 20 10 minutes right it's, it's 10 minutes it's five minutes only. five minutes no points five minutes points the finals are 20 minutes the finals are yeah the finals are 20 minutes so it just doubles wait so the first round or first the, first few rounds like uh, just 10 minutes yeah the the preliminaries and the quarters quarterfinals those are uh 10 minutes five and five yeah five and five and then i Pretty sure the semis and the finals are, are 20 minutes, so it just doubles. So it's 10 and 10. And then, uh, which I would have thought they'd extend that a little more because usually there's a lot of hand fighting and shouldn't like, yeah, fainting. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there should be some sort of stalling, um, stalling penalty yeah. aside from just like warnings and, yeah. I mean, even negative points isn't going to de- deter anyone especially if they've already scored like four points yeah they can accumulate like three negatives and still be fine yeah 
I think positional penalties would be best, especially in ADCC. Because a lot of these guys, they can, like, if you get taken down in the process, you can turtle and it wouldn't count as a takedown. Like wrestling? Yeah. Mm. So it just, it doesn't, it's, you know, the rule set is, is it is what it is, but we can spend all day talking about fixing it, but, you know. Oh, man, how do you fix it? <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> a tough question. I mean, I mean, it's, not, it's not, I know a lot of people love ADC, it, and it's cool, but it's not my favorite to watch. My, I think I've always been partial. You'd rather watch Worlds or what? I'd rather watch the finals of the Mundials. Gee. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. The finals, the pain. Notice games. he said finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't need to watch all well, that. Then you watch the fluff. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch like some of the black belts for sure if I think it's going to be a good match. Like the, I'll watch the for sure the black belts of like high level guys. I think the like the semis, the quarters. You'll get, you're gonna get good matches. That fucking bracket where Ty Rotulo and Mika Galvao fought in every fucking yeah lightweight savages. Every one were up. Every one of them was good. Yeah. They're all good. It was insane. You know, Tyra Tulo is fighting Jonathan Alvarez in the fucking in the quarters. What's right? um? What is his name? Tannen? What what uh, weight class is he? He's middleweight, and that's like, that's what that's what Mick is going to do next year. Mick will be in middleweight next year because he's, yeah, he's, he's just going to get bigger. Yeah, he's getting bigger. Yeah. he's got the frame for it. Yeah, um, like Mick of Gaval fought um, Mateus Gabriel, who won featherweight two years in a row. Yeah, right. Like he's. And in the opening match, because he wasn't ranked, Mikovell wasn't really ranked high, right? Because yeah, I mean, he, he couldn't he couldn't be ranked. This is his first black belt. First black tournament. belt. Yeah, so he comes in there and he's goes against and he's he beats he beats him. He didn't he didn't submit him, but he beat him pretty well, right? And yeah, a, that was that was a loophole too. What to being that he unranked in worlds? Oh at, yeah, at yeah, eighteen years old. Yeah, because the rule is you have to be nineteen, but the loophole was. He, he had enough points, right? He had enough points because there's no there's no restrictions on black belts in anything besides worlds. So if he, I think he competed in a few opens and pans, yeah, and won, which gave him enough points to compete. And the only reason he was able to compete was not just the points, but because he was turning 19 this year. So they're just like, okay, this year counts mm-hmm. as year. your year. So yeah. you technically are 19, even though you're 18 right now. So that's yeah. why he was able to compete. So, loopholes everywhere. Became like the youngest, youngest ever IBJJF world champion. He submitted more people in the Mundials than he did in ADCC. Yeah, he's definitely a key player. That's 100%. like he submits yeah. a lot of people. You know, which if you didn't we talk about this in the other in the one that failed the podcast that failed <laughs> where um the majority of ADCC winners were were like gee guys. This time? I know. Well, not I this, we this go around, right? Was it this go around? Did uh, Muragali win? He did not win. No. Who won the division? Uh, Yuri Samos. No, wait. For Fatweight? Wasn't that the Italian guy? Giancarlo was um, no, that 88. Was, yeah, and he's, he's basically switched to mostly Nogi. Because he was a predominant. He was, he was, he he was, was a predominant guy. So it's like hard to see. Like some of these Muragali is saying he's only going to focus on Nogi for right now. Kanan Duarte. Kanan Duarte is the yeah. guy. Yeah, Kanan yeah. Duarte is a predominantly mm-hmm. guy. So him, uh, Cade, seventy-seven. Who was sixty-six? Diogo, who's predominantly a gi guy. Yeah, Diogo highest. I mean, so what's that? Five weight classes, three out of the five, two and a half out of the five. If Giancarlo's like switching over, so half. Yeah, that's fucking good. Plus, a lot of the semi guys, like 
Mergali, Mika, you know, they're all gi guys. So yeah. They're all gi guys. I think it's going to be a transition. You think they're all, you think it's a transition to the. I think it's a transition with AD, uh, not ADCC, IBGF introducing the leg lock rules, like allowing more leg locks. I think more of them no are going to train. Yeah. I think more of them are going to understand and train no gi along with gi because I feel like eventually they're going to just change over and allow pretty much everything in, no, in gi as well as no gi. I don't think they're going to ever, ever allow heel hooks in the gi. Maybe oh, not heel not hooks. Not in the gi, no. Yeah, maybe Never. not heel hooks, but at least like other things, you know, like... Reaping? Yeah. Yeah, like false reaping and like to, like different kinds of toe, toe holds and straight Reverse ankles. Holds or yeah, whatever. yeah, things like that. Have you ever been a part of or seen on a video or anything a knee injury from a reap? From a reap? Like from knee reaping? I've no. never seen it. Not not directly the reap, but indirectly from like a heel hook. Yeah, but like, so you get disqualified no, from a reap. Yeah, I've never seen a direct. I, I will tell you this is that it is really hard to defend a heel hook in the game. To defend, oh, yeah, because everything's so grippy. Like, everything's yeah, honest. honestly, is. I feel it's hard to defend a heel hook in general. What's it? <laughs> yeah, once it's in, yeah, it's like there's some slippage that you can do in the in nogi, but in gi, it is super hard, yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, that's just it is what it is, not just the grips, too, but the friction. The friction, that's yeah, because as soon as you're in there, you're in there, you're in there, yeah. And then again, you're the you're the rest of your body is strong enough to spin out, and that's where your knee will get shredded, yeah, because your ankle's not coming out of there. Do you like heel hooks? No. You never you never used them? No, I'm strictly knee bar toe hold. Yeah. You like them? I tend to not lock them in. I kind of just grab them and just let them go. I feel like a toe hold you can grab and hold and press lightly, and then you'll get the tap. Versus like a, a heel, heel, hook. Yeah, heel hook. As soon as they feel the pain, there's potentially something yeah. already there. Yeah. Or like, you exactly, it's already over at that point. Like you're injured. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's along the same lines as like any shoulder locks that are more intricate than a Kimura or Americana. It gets to the point where it's like, just don't crank them. Just kind of like lock yeah. them in and let them hold go. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold it. <laughs> so, um, speaking of gear, I was on Twitter like the other day. Not the other day. On Twitter every day. Um, <laughs> Looking for gear or what? No, no, no. Was, uh, Trolling was, black like, Twitter for so a trend. Dana's getting a lot of credit for his his like health and his physique now, which, you know, supposedly he'd been told like by a doctor, he's got 10 years to live for something. I don't know what it was. Oh no, it was like a couple, it was like a couple of months to live. Yeah. I heard. So I only saw the clickbait. I didn't read the whole article. I just, I saw a video, a picture of him flexing without a shirt. I did see that too, but I'm saying the article of him having only so much time to live. Yeah. I just saw the clickbait. Some verified like, Check mark, dude. I don't know how many like, doctors, yeah. You know, like, well, look at him. He's 53 years young and doing this, 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 and this. I'm like, dude, that guy's on so much fucking steroids. It's not even funny. Are you kidding me? Like, there's, you, he's got to be on shit. Who? Uh, Dana White? I just, anybody, anybody who's at that age that's involved in jujitsu, MMA, any type of combat sport that's look, that I automatically equate to people on gear. Yeah. The eye Automatic. test. The eye test. You give him the eye he's test. He's definitely working hard for it, though. Oh, I'm not saying he's not working yeah. out. For sure he's working yeah, out. Yeah, but the way you say, like, he's definitely on, it, it gives the impression like he's just on drugs and not working out. Oh, he's doing both. Well, yeah. no, you do. I think we've all been around it enough, enough to, to know. know that you have to train. Right. So he's training, you're doing something, but at the same time, he's, you know, it is, it's just like, let's, let's just slow down on fucking give people credit who are 
who are on steroids. Oh yeah, he's not the epitome of health. Like you're- <laughs> yeah, like we're not like you know. I'm not sitting like Gordon Ryan. Obviously, works really, really fucking hard. Trains all the time. Big kudos to him. Interesting part. He's not one that I've seen at like like pictures of him at clubs or whatever, like drinking or smoking cigars. Or but he's also 100 percent on steroids. Yes, but <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him do the legal drugs. <laughs> but Dana White, you will right, and other athletes. Yeah, but will. he's not. He's not an athlete, right? Dana White. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm just t- like. Again, to the point of like dudes in in combat culture, mm-hmm. you know, fucking fifty year old dudes we train with are on that shit. Oh, hundred percent, right? No reason to be on it, but they're on it. You know, they, well, maybe they do have a reason. I don't know what it is, but I mean, TRT did have you know good intentions at some point. Yeah, until it's you know started getting out of control. Do you think? It's yeah, until people until people abuse the system and just like, oh, I need TRT. Yeah, no, you don't. TRT. Some people do. There's, production of a, some like a people teenager. do. Not everybody. Some people, yeah, exactly. At least there's bodybuilders now that have quit bodybuilding and now are on TRT just to maintain. Yeah. Right. But it's like, okay, so. Because once you get off. But see, here's the, so they're not taking all the gear to be competitive on stage. They're just trying to be alive. But because, <laughs> <laughs> but because they took so much, they ruined their endocrine system. Mm-hmm. So now legally they can get as much TRT like to keep them in, you know. Well, they have to, right? Right. And I got a lot and of, so they're still shredded to the gills, just they're not like three hundred ten pounds, <laughs> right? And, and all of that, but like, like those guys did it in a in a sport where everybody did it, right? But my thing is, they're trying to say like, now I'm being healthy. I'm no longer taking all those drugs. I'm just doing TRT it, and it's legal. And this I'm like, but you're still not being healthy because you totally ruined your system doing this. I, my, I guess my the whole thing with that is like m- maybe they really are being healthy because if so, they, once they got off, right, their body couldn't produce produce it. Period. Right. right. Which also like there's correlation. I'm not a medical. I'm not. I don't know anything about hormones, but I you know I know enough that once once you get off and your body doesn't produce. That there's a correlation between the low level of testosterone and depression, um, you know, mental health issues, right? Or there's also been a lot of, I'll say a lot, and a lot is like three to four uh, professional bodybuilders that recently died in the past six months to a year to suicide. Do, no, due to heart attack. Um, due to heart attack after so. they retired. Or oh no, there's, there's been a massive history either they, of it. they're either still some of them are still active, but not like Olympia. To that point, but they're still working out, still taking all the gear or whatever, and they've died from heart attacks. Right. Yeah. I think the most high profile one probably is like John Meadows. Because John Meadows I is don't like, know about him. Yeah, he's he's like not a, the blade just died too. Um, Wesley Snipes? No. Trying to think of his name. Yeah, but um, I mean that kind of shit happens all the time. Just bodybuilders dying of heart attacks. Yeah. From the amount of shit they've they've taken, maybe not even just like TRT or whatever, but like just like straight up, straight up drugs. <laughs> um, Do you think Dana White's on steroids? Probably something. You think Dana White's on steroids, Edgar? Uh Dexter the Blade Jackson. Uh, yes. Yeah. Like, is he on like all the intricate nah, steroids that yeah. like a bodybuilder needs to be? Yeah. Is he cycling? No. No, no he's so. on, but he's yeah. just on something. Maybe it's TRT. Whatever. It, he, H-E-H, yeah. yeah. Something like that. I mean, Rogan said he's on TRT. 
Yeah. And his body looks like a fucking trunk. <laughs> you seen it? It's all, all misshapen. His ribs are out yeah. of place or something. He looks odd. Yeah. And his his neck looks really weird. Yeah. It's like his sh- his head looks like... Too many drugs, man. Just whatever. It just looks weird. It looks off. But speaking of UFC, past UFC event this past weekend, Mackenzie Dern, multiple-time world champion jiu-jitsu. Do you, you watch any of the fights? I didn't watch oh, any. No, you didn't. I didn't watch it. I just saw her face. <laughs> she was like on Twitter doing like an interview and apologizing to everybody. Why are you apologizing? You know, <laughs> that's just how they do, man. <laughs> when you when you look at the feed, did she need a translator? Uh, there wasn't a translator. <laughs> um, but she was like apologizing to her academy, her dad, everybody, and like just looked like she got Quasimodo ran through. So. It was interesting because actually the whole card is five. It was a five, uh, five card main card. Mm-hmm. Every single match had extended periods of grappling. Hmm. Like the first match, um, the dude. It was a kickboxer, wrestler, boxer fight. Like one of those classic ones. Wrestler absolutely dominated. Every time it went to the ground, it would look like a. It looked like the dude never even tried jujitsu before in his life. <laughs> like he was giving up mount, giving up his back, Ooh. giving up submissions here and there. The only reason he got out of those submissions was because he just straight up burst out of him. Like he exploded the shit out of him. Yeah. But it was just straight up domination. Next one, same exact thing. Just straight up jujitsu domination. Third one, jujitsu didn't work like, at all. Mm-hmm. Like, he tried and tried and tried and tried, just did not work. And then the next one, same exact situation. Jiu-Jitsu tried and tried and tried, did not work. And then Mackenzie Dern, Jiu-Jitsu tried and tried and tried, did not work. And I, I was watching it and I noticed the biggest factor is that the guys that tried to do Jiu-Jitsu and did not win, absolutely, absolutely terrible at takedowns. Mm. Everything they tried was just like, it looked like they never done grappling but as soon as they hit the ground it looked like they were like you know Pros. master yeah, classes yeah. and like because yeah like Mackenzie Dern like did this insane transition from like she had the back and she fell as she was falling she hit a triangle and then um the the other fighter Jan um she, she like slipped out transitions to omoplata and then she, the girl rolls and as she rolls she lets go of the omoplata go to arm triangle and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like I, I could barely follow it. it yeah, was that, it was that slick. But then she didn't, she didn't finish any of it. And then round started. Like the next round happens, takes forever to get it to the ground. As soon as she gets to the ground, she has like ten seconds to work. So was she getting peppered though? Because her she face was getting looked, beat. She was getting okay. lit up on so, the feet. On so, the feet. Yeah. Okay. You you mentioned the correlation of people not getting it, not being able to get it the way around, right? Yeah. What about the people who did do jujitsu? Like, I I also read some like some analysis on her fight and that it's not that she's not just good bad at takedowns. She is not not yeah. the best at takedowns. But her striking defense on her feet yeah, just gets not, her in trouble. Yeah, yeah just she there. uses her face. Right. <laughs> so like do you, did you know did the guys who were doing well with jujitsu were they was their stand up not offensively, I'm just talking about defensively in your mind, was it good enough to where like the person would fuck up, you know, throw something wrong, and then they get off balance, and maybe they can try takedown. Yeah. So um, the first two fights, the first one specifically, that one was the, the bigger one because, again, it's a 
like a high high level like world champion kickboxer mm-hmm. and this this guy's like he's just a black belt like high school wrestler so he's not you know amazing or anything yeah but he had solid defensive boxing like he was able to under he understood like bobbing and weaving slipping Slipping. yeah he was still getting lit up but like he knew when he had opportunities to shoot and every time he shot he got it yeah because he saw the opportunities i think mckenzie's biggest issue is you know like you're saying she's she's just not defensively sound like she'll she'll just shoot a random shot out of nowhere without setting it up or um, she'll just like strike, strike, strike and opening appears and she just doesn't take it, you know? So it's just like, she, she couldn't mix the tool set. Yeah. I think was her biggest issue. And I feel like you'll see this more often with people that go straight to MMA, like Hadolfo, Hadolfo Vieira had the same issue. Just, yeah. He just, he had decent wrestling, but then he couldn't use it very well because he just couldn't mix striking and grappling. Yeah. You know, but then when you compare it to someone like Damian Maya, who literally his entire career is jujitsu, he actually understood boxing fundamentals to be able to slip and slide yeah. into takedowns. So I think that's where the issue lies. That's right. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, he's one of my favorite, just side note, because on the Arte Suave DVDs, he had like five pit bulls. <laughs> in in Brazil somewhere, did they? I mean, he definitely was the alpha male. So you want to see this dog climb this 40, 40 foot wall, and that thing would just. Whoosh. Actually, the other day I watched uh, Damian Maya Ben Askren. Really, it's a very very interesting yeah. fight. First time I'd ever seen it. Who won that fight? Damian Maya, of course. Uh, I mean, uh, he didn't. He didn't submit him, did he? He did. He did. Yeah, uh, rear naked choke, I think. Hmm. But like that fight was interesting because Damian Maya is not known as a striker, and he was lighting Ben Askren up. The thing with Damian is like, if he got you in the first, uh, if it was a three round fight, if he grabbed a hold of you in the first round, maybe early second round, he was subbing you. Yeah. But like, if it went into deep water, I mean, the big thing is like, because they mentioned it, like the the commentators, I think it was like Dominic Cruz and Paul Felder, they're they're talking about the fight, like even if Mackenzie got it to the ground later in the fight mm-hmm. it wouldn't matter as much because she would just slide right off do you know for the sweat and the fatigue what the uh points differential was hmm? was it like 31 29 or 30 29 the oh. judge's decision oh it was a main event so um so it was, it was five majority rounds? yeah it was majority draw or majority decision so one jo- one judge saw it as a draw 47 47 and the other two saw it as 48 47 for for Yana, close. the other girl yeah, forty-eight. Oh, forty-eight, forty-seven. <laughs> yeah, but the reason it was a draw on one card was because in the fifth round, Mackenzie actually got the takedown with like the first minute, uh, and she just just dominated for like the the rest of the round. Do you think like she should have won? No, because <laughs> every other round previous to that, like it would it like she just needs to take a wrestling class or something, a boxing class or something, something, man. She just needs to take something to, <laughs> so, to enhance her game. I'm going to ask this question. Do you think she's doing, she's in the UFC because of like, she's in and doing MMA because of her profile, not necessarily because she wanted to make that transition from women's jujitsu into MMA. I think she wants to do it. I think she wanted to make money too. I think it's the best. I think it's, she could, she could probably make money. You know, in jujitsu, but I think I, I don't think, think it'd be as much. It's not as much, but I think she, I think she really cares about. She's competitive because she just had a baby, right? Like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, but I, like even when she was doing jujitsu, like she's got a, she's kind of got, she's she's got that game in her. You know what I mean? She's game. 
Yeah. You know, like she, she was, she was the one that was like, like willing to do absolutes against Gabby Garcia when, when she Gabby, was really, yeah, when when Gabby, Gabby was, was a fucking like giant. fucking giant, and she when was, she was fat or when she was like shredded. No, now she's fat. Back what? when Gap, back when Mackenzie Dern beat Gabby, she was like the Hulk. She, she was like that, Hulk. It, when I was oh, yeah. like Gabby was like at the top of the top of the food chain then, and you know like, but she was at the top of the food chain fat as well as shredded. oh yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. I'm not I don't know yeah. if she was fat or not, but I'm just saying like she was fucking good. Yeah, right. And Mackenzie was like. Like she was gay, you know mm. what I mean, and she beat her. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, record of like two and eight, but she beat. Yeah, her. <laughs> she she but she. What I'm saying, even if she, she was taking her lumps, right, and she yeah. finally, she eventually, she fucking beat her. And and the biggest thing though is like Mackenzie Dern's like what one one fifty at most. Yeah, and Gabby's like two hundred something. No, nah, I don't think she's one fifty now. She's like lighter than that now. When it, when when she when beat she was, when she beat Gabby, how, she, how was like she was like a featherweight. She's featherweight. She's like a featherweight. Yeah. Okay. So it's like she's a small. She's small. Yeah, she's like one one thirty one forty. <laughs> so I should have brought this up when we were talking about ADCC, but one name that was missing from ADCC was Mikey Musumeshi. Yeah, he didn't do it. He, he did not do it. He did have a fight already planned for one championship, which he just did over the I weekend. I saw that. That was kind of lackluster. And he won. Yeah, it was lackluster. He won via decision. Yeah. Decisively, I believe. So he did it a week after ADCC? Yeah. That's kind of whack. So no, no, not a week after. It happened. Uh, the same weekend? No. no, it happened like just recently. Like yeah. Just, the we- just this weekend. podcast is like two just weeks. This weekend. So like a month later? Still. I, I agree with you. Uh, the, the man moved all the way to Japan or wherever, right? Singapore, Singapore, Singapore. yeah. I don't just not to litter. What? I don't know. Do you think he would have won though? He wanted that reels, huh? Do you think he would have won that sixty six? Is that sixty six kilo? Yeah, it would have been sixty six. Who was the winner? Diego, Diego Heis. I think he would have won. You think so? Yeah, he would have added to the gi gi players winning. I mean, he's still he's still young. I mean, Diego was a gi Diego. That's what I'm saying. That would have been really good. Yeah, but he's still he's still young. They're all still young. He was even cut. I don't know what weight class that he was Nogi shredded. Made. I mean, you could see the veins through in between the muscles. He had veins on veins, <laughs> and he still had hair. So that's how no, you Diego? know he could, no um, Mikey, Mikey for this for this one championship. They're actually not allowing weight cuts anymore. In what? He, he in just, one. Yeah, I don't know what it was. But he looks super shredded. He looked but to the gills. It's crazy because they have the hydration test, like where you have to be at a certain weight. When you weigh in, so like, well, that's why all the weight classes are above. So like, one seventy in the UFC is welterweight, but one seventy is lightweight in in one. Mm. Now they're implementing a new rule where it's like, uh, you weigh in on like two days before for MMA and grappling, everything I think. Oh. But you weigh in two days before. Um, so let's say we're we're all fighting one seventy. We weigh in one seventy. We can't weigh any more than one eighty come fight night. Right. Mm. So they're like implementing rules like they that. They do that in boxing too, right? I don't know. To a do, certain do extent. Do people even cut weight Actually, in boxing? There's so many weight classes. What do they need to cut weight for? <laughs> but see, but the the lighter weight and the stronger you are, the better. Yeah, but the weight difference is like five pounds in, in boxing. That could be the difference. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> do you, do you, you just uh, generate all five pounds in your fist. you follow that guy, the boxer? Um, Who? Is it Trey Crawford? Crawford? Uh, there is one called Crawford. Right? In fact, you get, he's really good. I think he's undefeated. And um, you know, his his kids are like these fucking like he's got two sons that are just like I uh, maybe like eight and ten, mm-hmm. and they're like 
nationally like national Ranked? champs in wrestling. Oh, in wrestling? Yeah, yeah. Like they're for huh. some reason they're doing like the, like the Tulsa Nationals yeah. and like all these huge tournaments, and they're fucking housing kids. But her, their dad's like this, you know, world champion championship boxer. Boxer, yeah, yeah. Do you cool. think um, Joe Burrow? Oh, uh, Joe Burrow. Jordan Burrow. Jordan Burrows. You think his kids will be as not as talented? I mean, I'm sure they could be, but do you think he would push his work ethic on them on the mat? Not like schooling wise and education and becoming just a great person, but I, like I think I think that guy's, I think Jordan Burroughs is a good dude, really. Right, but do you think he would push his kids to be as good, if not better? Which is really kind of I think hard I mean, to be better. They, yeah, I think he he'd probably be, yeah, he'd probably do that for sure. I mean, I, there's no reason to believe not to. Yeah, they wouldn't, you know. But I usually, I don't see like MJ and MJ's kids. That's what I'm saying. Jordan. Like usually, <laughs> t- like top tier dudes that are like er- uber competitive. They don't invest because while they're in their prime and their children are growing, they're they have to invest in themselves at that time. So Jordan being the perfect example, right? He didn't invest his time into his children while they were coming up That's in basketball. Michael Jordan was also kind of a dickhead. <laughs> that too. I mean, look at LeBron. His and his kids. Oh yeah, his developing, his kids are smashing. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference. They're not as good as LeBron was though. I mean, it's kind of hard to. Yeah, we yeah, also yeah. not. They're not like physical freaks, like right. Yeah, I mean, genetics like, aren't there. Yeah, it's just like whatever he has, like they're just you know they're not six eight. Yeah, <laughs> they're not six eight, and they can't. They're not. That Bronny, I think, has got a pretty big vertical, though. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but but you see, his brother just skyrocketed, like height wise. The now they're, one? I think, yeah, he's taller than him now. And how tall is that one? I don't know. However tall Brownie is, he's at least like three inches, four inches tall. Taller than him. Yeah. I think Brownie's probably like 6'1", 6'2". Maybe 6'1". Yeah. Not even. D-Wade's kid's fucking baller. Yeah. The the hard part with that, and not to divert from MMA and everything, but his kid got drafted by into the G League by the team that Dwayne Wade is part owner in. But he's young still, right? Right. But I feel there's a little, you know what I mean? Nepotism? No, I'm like they were all like doing a video like you got drafted. Oh my god! Yeah. I was like, but there's definitely some nip. your dad kind of. We greased a little couple wheels. Yeah, here. yeah. I'm not saying he's not skilled. He is skilled, but yeah. I'm like they yeah. passed a couple of checks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, so back to the Mikey thing. I'm like, ADCC is prestigious, right? And yeah. has he's never won it before, has he? He's never competed, right? So I'm like, he. I mean, he is also one of those guys that, like overthinks things, like a lot of things. Especially you see it with his technique, how much he, he'll talk in English, he'll talk in Portuguese, and then he'll go over things like three or four times. Like he's very detail oriented. So, I mean, it could be he wants to be one of those. Like when I do do ADCC, I want to be peaking. Yeah. I don't know. It, it did seem odd that he didn't do it. Um, his sister didn't do it either. But isn't she a lawyer or a doctor or something now? Yeah, she's, I don't know. She's primarily doing no gi very much anyway. Um, we got fights in October. You want to talk about predictions and stuff? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So the main card, we'll skip the first fight. Because it's Caitlin Chukagian versus someone I don't know. Scrubs? Yeah. They, it's like some rule they have to have a woman's fight for every main event. But um, <laughs> Is that a rule? Main, every main card. I think so. Oh. That's a rumor. But the uh, the first fight I care about is Dariush Gamrot. Gamrot's going to win. You, you think so? Yeah. I think so. I think yeah. I think he's going to put a pace on it. Because mm-hmm. Gamrot is like relentless; he does not get tired. 
Like, What's Cameron's first name? Matish? Matush? Something like that? Matush? It's some Polish version of Matt. Oh. <laughs> but um, that's I, I feel like that's going to be really exciting. And then you got Peter Jan and uh, Sugar Sean. That's the really one that's I'm excited about. And then isn't... That would be interesting. Isn't Al Jermaine on that? Hmm? Is Al Jermaine on this? Al Jermaine, TJ Dillashaw, and then the creme de la creme that's is, is Oliveira, Islam Makhachev. Yeah, it's a great yeah. card. Uh, the last fight was the one that Sugar Sean got disqualified for poking the dude in the eye, or not? Yeah, yeah. Pedro Peter Young's gonna beat his ass. Though. Pedro Munoz. You give, so can we just say that Peter Young's gonna win? I, I so my prediction is Gamrot, Jan, Aljo. Um, this is an Oliveira. I was gonna say Oliveira too. Yeah. And the reason I think is is like, I think that I don't think Islam's. If it, if it was Khabib, I'd say Khabib. Same, but like I don't think Islam's stand up is particularly bad, but it's not like at the level that it needs to be to keep Charles honest. So, and I think his wrestling isn't at Khabib's level, and grappling isn't at Khabib's level to dominate. Charles. So I, I think the thing is, um, Khabib had a chin, right? That like he's true. he's been caught flush, but he's also got this really unorthodox but really slick defense that a lot of people underrate because he does this like weird herky jerky movement mm-hmm. with his head, but it works, you know? And I, I think the biggest factor here is that Islam has a very open stance. Whereas Charles is like, he's tight, man. He is not, he's so clean in his, in his striking. Like he's going to go forward in a straight line and you're not going to know what's coming. He's going to be throwing knees, teeps, leg kicks, head kicks, body kicks, everything. He's going to be throwing everything at We're you. We're watching that at your house, right? Gomez? Yeah, yeah. Wait, when is it? The 22nd? October twenty second. Okay. Yeah, I won't be here. I'll yeah. be in Richmond. Not a Saturday. Rich, what? Oh, sorry. What? Not a Saturday. It is. Yeah. yeah. Just to let you know, the main card starts at two a.m. Uh, two p.m. A wedding? Yeah, yeah, I'll be at a wedding. Can you just cancel that? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be. It will be at, uh, starting at two p.m. Yeah. 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 So it's it's gonna be earlier. But it'll be interesting, man. I I mean, oh, is it fucking Abu Dhabi? Dude, the reach alone seventy four to seventy point five. Who's that? Uh, Oliver has seventy four. Jesus. Yeah, he's a long dude. He's long, bro. What Let's is he make wa- makes weight? Sig S T R L P M. Is that the fourth thing down? Significant. Um, significant uh, strikes landed per minute. Oh. And then the See, next one, the significant striking accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> They got TD average. How many touchdowns does Oliver get? <laughs> Man, I watched the uh, the Gagey fight with Oliver. Yeah, dude, that that shit was crazy. They were, oh, they interviewed Gagey and another dude. And they were like, oh, they were asking who was going to win here, and uh, Gagey and they another said, guy. Yeah, they, they all said Oliver. Oliver, because. Man, he rocked him within the first like they're five like, seconds. Because they're like, this is a mature. Was that you probably saw the that same was, interview? That was yeah. He was saying, like, I've never He's I've like, I got rocked four times in my life. He's like, I got rocked. He's like, I got rocked four times. The first time was in the first round, and I was like, I don't know what's about to happen. Well, it was only one round. It was only like three minutes. <laughs> he got what did he say? He, he said he got he'd never been rocked like that before. Like he's like, I don't know what was going on. <laughs> and he's did like, Did you watch that fight? I watched that. Dude, highlight. he went he went straight into panic mode. Like yeah. he gets like dazed and you could see it. Like he's like, Holy shit. <laughs> and then like the rest of the fight, he's like winging punches, like falling over. He's just doing everything to get that guy away from him. 
TJ Dillashaw is fighting for his for life. Yeah, they he's let, literally fighting for his life, huh? They let TJ Dillashaw fight again? Yeah. Yeah, for the title. Man, it should have been should have been Jose Aldo. Could have been Jose before they gave Jose that stupid. So I I listened to Jose. Did I send I sent that video to you? Jose at a he was doing a podcast in Brazil recently. Oh yeah. After his retirement. He's a really good man. He's a really good dude. And yeah. he's like and he was in there like, you know, so the guy was like asking straight up, was like, What about the Connor fight? You know, like, was that bullshit? You know, he's like, No, he won that on his own merit. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, he goes, he, he said that he won that on his own merit. He did it like he did, and I got caught. And he goes, but he, he goes, when the fight started, there was, it, there was like 11 seconds. How long was it? 13 seconds. 13 seconds. So there was like, there was a first couple times that he was like, I'm going to, I'm going to rush him real quick. And he rushed him, and Connor didn't look like he knew what, what it was. He's like, and when I, when I asked, like, when I felt I rushed and I kind of swung with someone, and it seemed like, Connor didn't react the way that you expect. You'd expect. So Jose was like, "I'm going to come and rush him again." And then he rushed him and got knocked. Mm. Out. And he got knocked out. And he goes, "That does on his own merit." So he's like, "Whatever happened, you know, he gave he gave Connor the credit." Yeah. You know, I think it was a tactical error. I mean, if it, if that was true, it was a tactical error because Connor's known to do that in and out. Yeah. So like, it probably was like a weird coincidental thing where he was coming out as. Jose was coming in, right. and then the next time around, he was coming in as Jose was coming in, and that's when it, when that that's happened. Right, right. Yeah. Could you? I mean, how much higher could Jose's stock have been if he if it would have worked out the other way, and he <sighs> knocks out Connor? If he had if he had beat, I don't know about knockout, but any sense of him beating him, he would have still fought Frankie Edgar, and he yeah. was still lost to a Holloway and Volkanovski. Yeah. Like that wouldn't have changed his trajectory. He'd be ha- he'd be a lot more respected. That's for sure. I Who, think that uh, he he would Jose, be in the yeah. he would be in the he'd be in the he's, definitive he's, gold goat yeah he's he's the goat for featherweight for me like maybe Volkanovski is gonna beat eclipse that but he's not he's he'd be in the conversation for the goat period yeah because like all that hype he would take it yeah you know and then he transitioned it with every other win that he that followed suit even with the losses he like people don't really discredit him for it yeah. So, Connor, on the other hand, is just falling Connor. Connor's stock would have fallen. He would have never fought Nate Diaz. He would have never gone up. He would have never yeah. fought Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, yeah. None of that would have happened. We we'd probably see like a completely different world. Did you see? You yeah. wouldn't be talking shit to Hasbullah online, <laughs> <laughs> which is so yeah, weird. And Habib wouldn't be as popular either. Yeah, you know. Did you see? Um, Mayweather was in Japan. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. For Ryzen. Yeah, and had a boxing match or whatever. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Apparently they disrespected him before. Like I think it was like a show. It Humble definitely was, was like a show. bringing it's Japan, dude. Yeah, Humble was like bringing him flowers, just drops it in front of him. He's like, "What?" <laughs> and then like knocks the dude out. Like they were like, "Oh, the the guy hit him a couple times," and it's like, "Yeah," but at the end of the day, he knocked him out. Yeah, those are definitely, if not fixed, they're definitely like mismatches for sure. Because like that guy looked like he didn't know what the hell was going on. Japan loves doing that. Yeah, it's always like freak, like freak show matches. Yeah, like Pride. When, yeah, uh, what is it, Bob Sapp or whatever? I don't understand how they would make money though, because no one. I feel like no one even talked about it until the day of, and then I didn't even know what was happening. You still have to pay Mayweather like fifty million dollars. Yeah, probably it was marketed in Japan. That's it. I wonder how big the arena was. It had to have been huge. I so also feel making... like it's a money laundering thing for the yakuza. Oh, 100 percent. They're just like, oh, we gotta get rid of all this cash. Tax season's coming. Boom. 
Yeah, they'll just, they don't give a fuck. They're like, uh, this is how you wash take it a, cleanly. Take a fucking guy with no legs, a guy with no arms, <laughs> tie them together, have them fight a fucking. We don't know how he got knocked out. Try to and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of shit where they put a grizzly bear and a silverback gorilla in there. Yeah, they just. We'll like, finally uh, find out. Japan, like the, the culture, is like, wow, look at that. Yeah, that Bob Sapp, Henry Hoof shit. There was, who, else, who else did he fight? There was plenty. Oh, Kier, fight Krokop. <laughs> didn't he fight Krokop? No, but he fought somebody way smaller. Didn't he fight somebody really small? Somebody kicked him in the face. And Probably. he was just like, and he looked it like Krokop. Yeah. Krokop fucked him up. Kicked him in the face. I know. Uh, I remember Zulu and um, was it Sakuraba? Yeah. <laughs> Zulu's like 400, 500 pounds. He won. Sakuraba, I think. Really? Yeah. I always love the random in fights. Like that dude just 100 miles an hour as soon as the match started. Doesn't matter who he was fighting. Yeah. That fucking throw he did on uh, Fedor. 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 And yeah. Fedor's like, oh, come Dropped on. him on his neck. I don't know how fucking Fedor did that after how he, how he won that fight after. That or, who did, um was it Shogun Hua who knee barred the brakes off him? On I Kevin mean, Randleman? literally just stretched back like that. Uh, Randleman? Uh I think it was Randleman's knee, yeah. Probably. It was, oof. Dude, Shogun and Vanderlei. Soccer kicks, bro? <laughs> oh, my God. They're just. or Was it axe kick and then. um. Like it was ass kicking the jumping, uh, yeah. jumping face stomp. Do you do you want to see like the worst up kick ever, like ever? What was that? The one Jacare got knocked out on? Yeah, against uh. Gayhart Musasi. Yeah, oh yeah. When they did when they were in Dream. Yeah. That like holy shit! I was like, damn! I was like, because Jacare. he was coming with everything, <laughs> coming down just. That was awesome. He was winning that match though, wasn't he? Jacare? Yeah. I mean, he would have submitted him. Yeah. He would have submitted him, but he just, he's like, fuck it, I'm coming. He retired, right? He's one that has it. Yeah. yeah I haven't heard. After he got, did he get cut from the UFC? I think he did. Uh, Probably. He was my he was, favorite. He was on a slight losing streak. In the gi? Or? No, he was my favorite in the Arte Suave DVD. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. he was my favorite, bro. Fucking 100%. alligator coming out the water, just fucking people up, bro. He was the shit. Shocker was something else. Yeah, bro. He was the first dude that I ever knew, like, just from watching Mundials and everything. I broke his arm and put it back in his gi. Yeah, Kept going. Grace. Now no, people he, get sued. He was beating some motherfucker. He beat Hodger. He beat Hodger, but he also, like, he he fucked up with some He beat Shanji. Yeah. You know? The motherfucker was not, a, no joke. And it, t- takedowns were crisp. Yeah, the way he did his, his oh. throws. Yeah. Didn't he throw fucking he, Fabrizio Verdum on his head? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, the way he does it, it's just like he, he does not care if he's going to get it on one hit or the next. He's he just does that do it. thing where he comes in and he does the inside trip yeah. too yeah. a lot, right? He's he does a, the Sanagi a lot where he goes, like, he's oh, like yeah. fucking fanning a, and a then beach just, towel. There was, he's one of the only guys I know that I've seen on tape that it's a black belt match. The guy went in to grab his ski right at the collar. And he did and the he, wrist he, lock. Yeah, did the yeah. wrist lock. Just grabbed his elbow, and the guy was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That was before people knew. Yeah. Just, like, out of nowhere, too. Like, he wasn't part of a big team. No. Dude, 100%, Jacare went in there to kill. Oh, yeah. Like, he didn't, like, you didn't care if you were a friend or what. He was just trying to fucking kill you. I'm about yeah. to watch some Jacare videos tonight. Supposed to be Terere before the uh, drugs got the hooks in him. You know Terere I mean? was the shit, too. Yeah. He beat Marcelo twice. Yeah. He beat Marcelo twice. But I, so who's got more notoriety? I feel like that uh, Marcelo's got more no- notoriety. Because yeah, I mean, he fell off. More right. like legend status. Yeah. yeah. But that, but that whole like era, 
was that arm drag was all. I mean, the whole era was amazing. Man. I think Marcelo Garcia just did more inventive things. Yeah, and that, that arm he, drag to back yeah, take that he was able to capitalize on. Never lost the back. Tree chunks for thighs. Jesus. <laughs> just different, man. Just, just different. <laughs> all right. I think we went a little over time. That's okay. It's all what good. Are you done? I think we're good, man. I, I think this actually will... Uh, you think this one's working? I think so. There you go. You hear any static? I didn't hear any static. Yeah. Well, anytime he talks, he's static himself. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, right. crystal clear. Cool, cool. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Get out there. Good luck. Get hungry. Get hungry. Forgot about that one. <laughs> I feel like I said get out there twice. You said get out there and good luck. and Get uh, out there, get hungry, and well, good luck. There get the go. fuck lost. Get, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. That'll be the new one. That'll be the new one. All right, try again. Thank you guys for listening. Get out there, get hungry, and good luck. Ah, there you go.